0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Who's Your Caddy? Presented by Blayton God Hello friends, welcome back to another edition of Who's Your Caddy? Day after the U.S. Open. This is probably going to be our last podcast for a little bit, unless we can find some time heading into the Open Championship next month. Uh, as I've told listeners in the past, I'm going to be traveling a bit this summer and planning for my wedding uh, in October. So that is really about to hit full throttle, uh, which makes the necessity to hit a lineup even more that paramount at this point. So um, quick U.S. Open recap uh, after the break here, and then we will go straight into Traveler's Championship brief. Going to keep it light again. Uh Summer, people are traveling, but do want to get my thoughts out there for those that are listening and those that care at this point. Uh, hopefully, we will be able to close this season out on a high note and then head into next season uh, with an uh, even bigger team in place to take this Blayton Golf division to the next level. So just a quick reminder, Pod 15 will get you 15% off everything. BlaytonGolf.com, have those new Hawaiian polos up for the summer months ahead. So do your best to support us there uh, or with a five-star review or if you're feeling lucky, maybe both. So, um, you know what? Well, Let's do U.S. Open first. Then we'll take a very quick break and then we will head back into Travelers and just give the favorite place so far. It's still Monday. um, Just had some free time this afternoon. So I wanted to get it in while we can. And then again, uh, always keep in mind we'll be on Twitter no matter what at blatant underscore Chief is my personal account at blatant underscore Liam. We will give you our personal opinions and uh suggestions for who we like again we're not touts we're not we're not doing this like other companies are we're just giving our free uh mostly humorous uh, advice to try to lighten up the mood a little bit uh on your degeneracy from a day-to-day basis and then at and golf will just be retweeting our uh you know podcasts and breaking news all around things that we see interesting or funny we'll try to bring to you guys trying to give a bit of a comic edge uh, as opposed to some of the more stat based and very serious uh sites we get a kick out of this whole thing so um you know we love it as a hobby and hopefully we can turn into even more in 2024 and beyond so for now uh hopefully our loyal fan base is still hanging with us here and we will continue to bring us the goods as best we can so us open wyndham clark obviously i mean how could you not be happy for the kid what he's battled through in his life we don't need to get into that uh it's been said but this kid has skills, one quail hollow, obviously another difficult uh, you know, track there. Elevated event was playing great all year, really up and down a career thus far for those regions that we've said in the past, but you know, uh, post-mortem on LACC, not the greatest uh, for TV. I don't think I, I really, the biggest problem for me was the uh, primetime golf. It's great to have some primetime golf, uh, but when it's going into nine, ten o'clock at night, people are falling asleep at their father's day, big barbecue outside, had a great time uh, with my family. But I you know it was the same complaint for a lot of people, especially on the East Coast. You know, it's kind of headed into sleep with work week on the head. You know, I'm, I'm watching this guy finish this thing off in bed. It's like, why not just move it up another hour or two? And then Saturday night, it's like, okay, Saturday night in the summer, going to be hard to watch that unless you're a true DJ in the bathroom on the phone, like we will do. But I think they need to just move that up a little bit in the past. And, again, if we chalk it up to being on the West Coast, fine. Um, The course was very uh, quirky, I would say, very interesting. I liked it overall, um, I would say. The drama was very intriguing on 15 and a couple of those other crazy holes. Um, A lot of the players didn't like it. Uh, It seemed like Hovland and Fitzy, trying to think who else. Brooksy, of course. Uh, But you know what? Obviously, hurts badly for ricky fowler i've been a ricky guy my whole life not gonna give up he will win the masters and or a open championship could be as soon as next month at oil lake uh, unless rory has something to say about it but the two of them are on the cusp it's great to see ricky back rory where he's been uh so that being said the us open is for stories like wyndham clark and what we witnessed was utterly beautiful and that's why we love this game uh so big props to him uh, if you tailed the uh, the Ander Cust prediction, uh, that would be quite a return for you. Um, we had some exposure to him, of course, but in retrospect, he was way underpriced. But his major record was terrible, um, you know. But he did win Quell Hollow. He is a, a serious player out of Scottsdale for many years now, and West Coast guy based in Denver now, but has some roots in Cali. He mentioned his parents got married next door at Riv. And, you know, he was an Oregon guy first before transferring to uh, OSU Cowboys. So a great pedigree. And finally, uh, a life's worth of hard work finally coming to fruition for our 2023 United States Open champion and cousin Wyndham Clark. Uh, Welcome to the big show. We'll see him at the Ryder Cup and we'll see you right after this break as we head back east to pretty close stomping rounds of our own, the Travelers Championship. right up here just a bit north of us here on the island uh, so just take a brief break as our dear friend and bogeys calls in uh and we'll see what he has to say for himself and otherwise we'll get into travelers right after this okay guys i'm gonna give you a quick reminder about polar golf an innovative take on golf head covers very cool product here all head covers come with a magnet built into the cover so you can safely store it while you hit your tee shot Hang it from your irons or from your cart. Doesn't matter. Anything metal it'll attach to. Just simply remove the head cover, place the Polar Golf logo onto any magnetic metal surface, and let it hang while you hit. Polar Golf's head covers not only look great, but help you keep track of your head covers, too, so you never lose them again. I know that's something I always worry about on the course after I hit. You know, where did the head cover go? Did it fall off the cart? What am I doing with it? Um, So this thing really solves that problem for you. Check them out on Instagram by visiting at polar.golf, that's P-O-L-A-R, like Polar Bear, or on their website at polargolfusa.com. Okay, we're back. Matty P., a.k.a. Rippin' Bogues, my younger brother, loves a half-revenge narrative, I guess it would be, or vengeance narrative from last year. when if you remember, he um, put the ball into a brutal bunker lie on 18, and Xander was able to just nip him for the victory, at the Travelers. Um, Very fun event, you know, some people say it's the East Coast, uh, uh, Scottsdale. Really tough time though, it's usually the week after the US Open, in this case especially difficult being that it is a cross country backwards travel. So assuming there's gonna be a few withdrawals or at least a few guys that are kinda just showing up for sponsorship status uh, or those desperately needed FedEx points, potentially even Ryder Cup points heading into the beginning of the summer here so that's something to really keep an eye on um keep an eye on twitter and instagram too we'll post anything we see interesting in terms of player commitments and travel and that sort of stuff but you know grueling grueling event uh, that just finished obviously with the us open um it's going to throw a wrench in the equation this is a huge birdie fest usually also um so that's something to keep in mind when you're targeting players i kind of like guys that likely didn't have so much stress yesterday um, at the U.S. Open that are coming back, or even guys that missed the cut near the number, played well, maybe just wasn't a good fit for them or was too much pressure for some of these younger players. But now we go back to a traditional uh, Northeast birdie fest, short course, uh, Pete Dye. So a lot, a lot of things to look at in terms of trends, I would say, at this course. Yeah. Um, Again, not going to go nuts with this. So I'm just going to run through the top people and then stay tuned on Twitter. Apple and Golf, will give you anything you need to know after the fact, uh, heading up to tee off on Thursday. I'd love to get up there. Any DJs heading up there, let me know. Maybe Friday we can make it up. It's kind of a hike though, with the traffic, even from New York, it's almost three hours. Um, so it's, it's really brutal that they don't have any Metro area NYC events uh, every year. I mean, that's, it's a real shame. There's so many great courses. They should play Bethpage every year. They could do a composite even between the black and the red. Now, obviously, um, it's very difficult to host <laughs> the tournament, um, so maybe a private club would be better. They did – I'm trying to think which one they did. Maybe Glenhead. They, they did a, one or two in Nassau County for the Barclays, uh, but you have such a rabid fan base here. It's a real shame that they can't figure it out, and this is probably one of the closest, if not the closest. Even Rochester, you know, that's five hours away. It's like driving a freaking Cleveland um, from downstate New York. So it is what it is. We'll do what we can. Uh, and obviously new technology has made it very easy to watch and take place where But going to a golf tournament really is one of the best to go to. It's like you could pay 50 bucks and get in, get hammered, walk around and just go right up to the tee box on most holes and see the best players in the world. There's no other sport you could really do that for. So um, it is what it is. But just a quick look at this board again, I, I would say really – need to keep an eye on travel plans player fatigue those sort of things a week after the u.s open could be difficult but you know a guy that pretty much plays every week plays here you know could win by 20 if he wants to like <laughs> joking but not really sometimes scotty is at top uh, and kudos to draft gangs for getting the price set early this week um they've been kind of lagging i would say uh but you know right after i was can never figure out. I understand that there's late commitments, late withdrawals, this and that and the other thing, but that always happens Monday through Tuesday. If they just did it on Sunday, especially right after uh, most people are facing a losing board on the Sunday evening of a tournament. I guess today was Father's Day, so different story. Uh, love you, Pops. You know, you could make a lot of extra money. I think they could um, just having those prices available for the guys they know are committed. Usually 90, 95% of the field is committed by the day before uh, the next tournament week starts. So, um, just something to consider if anyone's listening in the future. Um, could lead to some uh, some more DJ money, probably some from my pocket as well. Um, let's see what we got here. Okay. Scotty, I mean, again, I just, if he tees it up at this point, I think you have to play him. I just think you throw everything out the window. I mean, his current form is really nearing Tiger, um, and that's not an exaggeration back in the early 2000s. Third, 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 second, fifth. I mean, going back six weeks, again, I had a chance at the whole week at the U.S. Open. He's hitting the ball off the tee, even with the crazy uh, Fred Astaire footwork to a level we haven't seen since Prime Hogan. Honestly, it's out of control how well he's hitting the ball. Putter was, you know, hit or miss wasn't at all a total disaster at the uh, Open, so – We'll see if he can bring it back east. Um, uh, you know, see how low he can get. But you're gonna have to get pretty low here. And you know, that's why to me some of these next few guys that were either struggling to be in contention, uh, just like Scotty, but I think Scotty's just playing at such a different level. Rory's gotta be deflated. Another another close call. He you know, he impressed a lot of people, me included. Um but I, I didn't waver. A lot of people were starting to waver on him, whether it was the LIV PGA thing or other things, always falling short at the majors, but the guy is always there. So I think you need to give credit where credit's due. Um, but I think mentally, you know, we saw what happened after Augusta. I think that could be a repeat this week. Don't see him going out and shooting 20 under after a narrow runner up by one stroke at a major. Um, the week four, flying cross country, so forth. I think he's going to start to think about that open championship his last chance for a major at Hoy Lake where he did hoist the Claret Jug, the last time he was there uh so that could be very intriguing and I think he kind of probably wants to get back across the pond uh sooner rather than later and then um we'll see where it goes from there but um just looking now, I mean rom again kind of same thing do do we see rom heading back here with the rumors of live and other things of that nature? He's going to come back now to the Travelers uh, and try to go 30 under to win this. I, I just the day after U.S. Open where he, you know, he was T10 respectable finish. Uh, actually had a really nice Sunday, 65 great back nine, um, T10. But again, just can't can't really see him going too nuts this week. Um, again, player of his ilk, you know, would not be shocked uh, if he did. But I just I don't know. I'm looking at the schedule ahead. Yeah, I mean, I think the next target for a lot of these top dogs will be the Scottish Open uh, the week before the Open. So that's July 13th. Uh, Also, coincidentally, my dad's birthday. So that's very interesting. Uh, But anyway, you got John Deere, Rocket Mortgage Travelers, three in a row that are kind of classic early summer birdie fests. I I don't see a lot of the top dogs um, going to full bore here, unless it's a guy like Tommy Fleetwood, who's been knocking on the door, almost one in Canada lost in another heartbreaking fashion in a playoff. Like I could see him going at it this week and just saying, screw it. I need that win stateside before we head into the open. But, you know, Rocket Mortgage, John Deere, these are just classic um, shit shows for sicko specials. I I really don't see a lot of these guys going nuts with that. I think they're going to get a little bit of rest. Um, The guys that are European will fly back and play the Scottish Open, uh, and then they will head over for the open at Hoylake. So – Royal Liverpool is gonna be some tournament. It always is. Obviously, Camp Smith won last year. And that's kind of you know, just looking at the schedule now, I, I just I don't know how many of these guys are gonna really give uh, max effort this week, we'll put it. Uh could be wrong, but again, Xander's right there. I always like him and can't lay at the same course. But Xander won last year and just brutally killed me yesterday. Um had a nice little lineup with him and causing Harris at two percent. Yet again, uh don't understand that. Never will, but I'll keep playing him. And keep hammering them sprinkling peppering whatever we want to say at these big boy events that's now going to be three top tens at a minimum uh for cousin harris at the last four us opens so we'll see maybe next year he'll finally get a little respect that he deserves but nevertheless um you know xander triple bogey on the back yesterday it was killer you know cantley had a tough start but then he battled back ended up t14 Kind of a ho hum uh, start. Yeah, another, uh, you know what, left a little sour taste in the mouth. Hammered him and Denny. Two T20s, can't complain. Just um, couldn't put it all together for me personally last week. So I'll go back to well with Cantley here. Why not? Pete die Expert, um, solid T15 machine at this course. And again, I like him and Scotty at the top. I think Rory, Rahm, and Xander. Well, probably not Xander, but he's defending. Just chance of going back to back, very difficult, uh, despite it have happening a few times this year. Uh, he was really in contention for most of the week, especially after that start with Ricky at the 62s. Um, I think he's going to be pretty deflated after how it finished for him yesterday, um, leaving in yet another major uh, within reach but falling short. So Rory, Rahm, and Xander would not be shocked if we kind of saw the mail performance out of them. Don't think Scotty knows how to do that. So, again, and plus just the way he's playing best in the world right now uh, in terms of hitting the ball unquestionably. And Cantley, who is a guy that's been very close to this track. Again, the fact that his BFF won here last year and, and they have similar games and usually play well at similar or the same courses. Uh, I like Cantley here quite a bit. Um, good boy, Victor. Again, um, didn't, didn't really, you know, he just he's playing so well. He still managed a T-15 last week, but didn't love the course. And got to think he's a little drained. Memorial, he's had such a run of good form, but again, uh, kind of a difficult Trek at LACC flying back, I, I got to think a, a little regression is coming for him and his eyes will be set on a tournament in the open in a few weeks and the Scottish, you know, where he played great last year. Um, you know, we having to battle with Cam Smith and Rory yet again and Cam Young, who we'll get to uh, last year's open. But, no, Tony Finau, again, just, I, I don't know, this is kind of his uh, – his shtick here at Rocket Mortgage next week. I think he'll have his mind on that. I don't know if he's – he might be two-time defending there. Got to see about that. But, um, you know, not like the most Tony Pien out course I've ever seen in my life where he can um, dive in with driver so much here. Um, Not necessarily a Pete Dye guy either. So I'll be on Morikawa right underneath him and Fleetwood. You know, I'm not a huge Morikawa guy, but he's hitting the ball too well. He hasn't won in nearly two years now, but he's been very close uh, the last month or two. So coming off a solid U.S. Open finish, um, you know, I think him and Fleetwood. I, I think that if I had to say most likely, you know, putting Scheffler aside, um, you know, Cantley's always there. But Morkow and Fleetwood are the kind of guys that need it most, I would say. Um, so I really like the two of them this week. I think one of them is going to figure it out, if I had to say gut instinct. Um And then we go Ricky Fowler. Windham just write him off, Uh, which could be stupid, of course. We've seen guys play well after a major, but could be the most emotional major win in a long time for anyone. Um, He's going to have quite a week, and he deserves to celebrate. Um, Wouldn't be shocked if he withdrew. So um, can't go there for me, at least. Ricky, continuation play, my heart wants to, but the more I think about it on Monday here, you know just crushing defeat so classy in defeat um, that's why we love him and have for all these years but just he he must have been emotionally drained really especially after that front nine never really made a charge just wasn't his day um so the orange being broken out it was nice to see him in contention i think a lot of america was pulling for him as i was but you know we just know it didn't work out um i probably prefer fitzy uh, hundred dollars less right to them never really lurked again one of those guys didn't love the setup last week Defending U.S. Open champion, a lot of obligations. Braces are off, but he comes back now to a Pete Dye place where he fits in perfectly. So I'm going to give Fitzy the edge over Fowler there. And then we go into a range, um, 8,900 down to 8,400, which I don't like anybody, um, except for one guy who might be a contrarian special. Um, but you know, Homo was sipping rose with JT. So two of them, I mean, they're they're kind of checked out. I think their eyes are going to be at the next major. JT's just in terrible form, admittedly. So, um, and you know again home of disappointment uh, another major disappointment for him started out pretty strong but a guy has a course record uh, i was expecting a lot more from him last week at the us open i think he was expecting a lot more of himself even with the added pressure of being uh the homeborn kid of la with the 61 on the card from his college days so that's going to be a lot to to come back from i think he's going to need a couple weeks to decompress sungjay Poor form, not not going to play a guy in poor form that needs to go 30-under uh, to win a tournament this week. Um, I mentioned before, too, Cam Young and Jason Day, two guys that have cooled off of late. Uh, Day had his win, N- not, nothing to report uh, at LACC. Again, guy that's a little bit older, some health issues, now heading back East Coast. You can ask him to go 25-under, 30-under, not happening in my mind. So despite his success uh, somewhat in the past year, don't don't like him at all. Um, but Hideki's the one guy in here who's sneaky, hasn't played here before, but has had a great year overall. Um, so, you know, again, with him week after major, he does travel all the time. Uh, usually <laughs> my business class too, which is kind of hilarious considering he has a green jacket. Um, but nevertheless, 8,600 for sub 10% Hideki, that is kind of the go zone for me for Hideki. So I need to keep him in mind. Um, Again, could be total high chance of withdrawal as it always does with him week after major, especially. But if he's teeing it up, I clearly like him to me in the upper eight range a lot. And I think I'll be peppering him if that's the case. Not gonna go nuts, I don't think, this week. That nice little twenty five dollar tournament there. Um may throw a few in that, but got taken to the woodshed kind of last week, went a little overboard as I usually do at majors. Uh, but it is what it is. I love this game. So I'll be in uh, Hideki. I think could be my guy. We'll see. Again, it's only Monday afternoon now, so a lot of stuff to come out still. Um, but we'll see what happens with him. He'll be the guy though in the eighth. So then, I mean, listen, Zahid, we love him this week. I just I remember vividly last year what happened with him on that bunker on eighteen. Um, I think he'll be back. He he was okay again. Rough start. Part Of that cuff after New Wave Thursday, um, some of those top guys you expected to play well maybe didn't, but he battled, um, just maybe a little too wild uh, for a US Open and Sith. But 8300, very affordable, great year. Like him, clearly the most uh, for me, maybe in the entire AK range, to be honest with you. I think he bounces back and plays well again this week at a place where he played amazing last year, probably his closest chance to victory, honestly, thus far for a top 25 player in the world, 8,300. Um, yeah, he'll be popular, I think, but it'll be hammer time for me. Um, Lowry, again, it's kind of every week. I, I, I don't know, not a Lowry guy. I prefer him at tougher tracks anyway. Um, Irish Bear, I mean, love him personally, but I just I, I can't justify playing him over the this week uh, in a birdie fest. Tom Kim now, on the other hand, is very interesting. Again, I'm, I'm lukewarm on him. <laughs> much like Lowry, love him as a person. Don't play him that much in DraftKings. Um, you know, but he's coming into a time when he's wanted to win him. He's got two wins on his card now for the last 16 or 18 months. Um, so it'll be a first-timer here, as is Hideki. However, um, he really showed up nicely, had that nice round Saturday at the Open, and then comes back here. Um, I'm going to keep a close eye on him this week. I, I've already seen Bamford's on him, um, and I think Sundoggy was too, so – Two out of the uh, the British troika. We'll see what Sir Ben has to say about it. Uh, probably tomorrow morning at this point, East Coast time. But uh, Tom Kim is interesting to me, as is his compatriot uh, Siwoo Kim or his you know fellow Korean. Um, Tom Kim's American though, plays American. So we'll see here. I mean, first timer, but very impressive. Uh, Siwoo I hammered last week and you know he, he struggled Saturday. Um, but then did battle back and had a very nice opening two days. So he's in good form. You know, we know he's a mercurial type, to say the least. And he's had a mixed bag here. He's had a couple of decent finishes, a few missed cuts. Um, but in good form, kind of like them both there. Um, hanging into this now the 7,000 day Hammer range, value central. Adam Scott, the jawline, as we call him. 13th first and only time here. We'd love to see that. But, again, we're going week after the U.S. Open. Um, I kind of want guys here that – our experience at this course a little more and can definitely go very low. So he's intriguing to me, um, but I kind of like the course fit for uh, Cousin Russell Henley and Keegan Bradley the Great at 7 to 800, both of them. Both decent form, both decent record here, Northeast kind of lurking guys. Pete died, you know, that sort of pick a spot, hit it to it and catch a hot putter uh, emphasis on hot putter for Keegan, which is hard to find sometimes. But his ball striking is always immaculate, um, you know, as his cousin Harris English right there, which I think most people go to him and now finally get some respect after the U.S. Open lurkage for pretty much all four rounds. Um, come back to a place where he won that epic victory over Kramer, the wild Hickok, two years back, eight-hole playoff. That was insane. I uh, won't ever forget that. Then you got Corey Connors. You know, I, I don't know. I'm going to be major only for him. If you guys hear, I'm just going to play at difficult majors more so than uh, absurd birdie fests. I did win at Valero at a pretty low number, but um, I don't know. He, he let us down this uh, last week at the U.S. Open, a lot of people. So it could be interesting uh, low on play. But if you know me, you know, I'll go back to Cousin Denny a little bit. Not a full hammer, though, this week, because did it last week. Worked out okay. Uh, I was sweating the cut line at a nice Friday and then bad Saturday and, you know, ho-hum Sunday of T20. It is what it is. He's playing great, though. One of the world's best – not the world's best putter, rather. Uh, we'll go there. But last year, I just made a note. He's not really a birdie-fest guy, despite being a great putter, Um, because his uh, off the tee game is not his strength. So you kind of see him more at difficult, uh, tight courses where – you know, six, seven under is the winner where you can use that putter to save par more than go shoot 64, 63, you know. So it, it's a bit of a catch-22 with him. But, again, 7,600 for his overall current form. Um, just been a T10 and T20 machine for the last month and a half now. So I'm going to go back to him. And I like him more than Gary and Wu, who, again, are two great, um, powerful, talented players, but like them more at majors. Um than i do at um quote unquote you know easy birdie fest i i want guys that are a bit more um how do i say sporadic or can go shoot 63 but then may shoot 78 the next day both of them kind of like to lurk around level par uh maybe a few under here and there Uh, so i kind of just prefer them at more difficult courses um somewhat same for the harmonator but he also has a great record at this course um I just had a feeling he would pop last week at the U.S. Open. He's a great U.S. Open record, not in good current form, but sometimes that tough U.S. Open style course is the Harmonado, focus Head, and whether it's Aaron Hills here, Sawgrass, those type of places. Um, but just based on his record here, I'll give him the edge over Minwoo. Um, I think it's a good continuation play, being that he is such a Pete Dodd guy um so i'll go back to the harmonator there's a couple other guys you know i'm not in love with this bottom range you know ekro you got to play based on current form continuation play it's actually a few here i do like Um, aaron reich third last time out talented player um like him he's able to go very low aberg is is going to be a big question mark this week people are going to love those off the team metrics as do i um, but hasn't played here. And again, sometimes Pete Dye is a little bit tricky um, if you haven't played those courses before. So I would say probably a little exposure just because he's very affordably priced and is going to be a mega star uh, in the near future. So again, it could just be talent overtakes experience. Um, but I don't know. I probably lean Rye and Eckrode here. Uh, Eric Cole got sprinkled too. P. Rajam on the fence about uh you know he's killed us enough in the past justin so hammered him last week pretty solid performance excellent putter again um very very talented kid gonna just probably continuation play on him Putnam you know we love family member uh great fit here bez borderline for me as this kid of young or more ho less solid players right here but kind of more guys that i i like when they're in form at uh, tougher tracks, which they aren't. Now shank is interesting, seventy one hundred here. Everything about him screams to hammer here, except for the fact that he has five straight miscuts at this course. Um, but the one silver lining I'll take out of that is that he is continuing to come back at this course, um, which you know, again, sometimes it's more of just trying to make a paycheck or accumulating points. But I usually a guy wouldn't come back. I don't think too much, but he keeps coming back for some reason. Seen some people link this to Squar, which is much lower score. Um, so, or higher, I guess you could say, you know, closer to level par where this is going to be a birdie fest. So, I mean, his metrics all check out. He just, for whatever reason, hasn't gotten to it. But the fact that he keeps coming back to me and is affordably priced, I think based on his overall three month form, got to sprinkle a little bit of Shankman. Um, I think we need to. You know, not in love with a lot of these guys, kind of borderline guys. Sep, you know, the Austrian Bulldog. I like him more at U.S. Open tracks. Disappointed last week. Maybe just a little too wild for U.S. Open in retrospect, but definitely a major lurker. Not not a guy that I see going 25 under. Um, now, the Panama's a different story at 7,000. Fourth and third, last two events, relatively easy tracks. Um, just good record at these type of courses. Pete Dye. Um, so everything lines up for me for the Panama. Heading into Seiko's best range. You yeah, got couple few great players. JTP, my namesake, um, runner up last year on great putting, but just in horrific form coming in right now. Not sure I can get there. Uh, Sammy Bennett, again, throw him into the major only category for now. Very big, talented guy. Um, as we know, Billy Horschel is too. But nice to see him playing again, by the way, better. Uh, but Sammy B, I, you know, again, Augusta, US Open, th- these difficult big stages. We love to see him there battling for par as a top amateur, as we would say. Uh, just don't know if I can see him going 2,400 to win this week. Uh, now, Mark Hubbard, on the other hand, I can. 6,900 into the Sicko special range, now below 7,000. Um, like him a lot on these easier, um, you know, fire a pin and catch a cop butter type of place. Good form coming in. Everything checks out for me for the Hubmeister. Um, Got to sprinkle him at a minimum, probably pepper potentially Hammer. Uh, then S.H. Kim, great player, like him a lot. I, I just give a slight edge to Hubbard, um, but he could be intriguing there. Same for Sam Stevens, Mac Hughes, and Michael Thor Bjornsson, who was another T runner-up here last year. Immense talent, another amateur. Him and Aberg, um, two guys now becoming pro uh, out of the amateur ranks last few years. Expect him to lurk, Stanford guy. Um, just again, though, Two years in a row going 20-something plus under could be difficult. Um, we'll see how that happens. Not loving much here. Nick Hardy, uh, again, not a Nick Hardy guy in general, but playing well. Won the Zurich with Davis Riley at a low number. And played well last week at the U.S. Open. That's two years in a row now Nick Hardy's playing well. He's impressing me. Uh, he's winning me over, slowly but surely. Uh, Chez doesn't have to win me over. Uh, always love Ches and that big head of his. 6,700, one here before, um, you know, chess courses seem to be chess courses. So I'm going back to the well. Um, and same thing for Harry Hall. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to leave Coach Taylor on the bench this week. Um, that would be Ryan Palmer for those who don't know. But Harry Hall, um, you know, talk about interesting dude. What a great putter, though. And we've just seen him the last couple months at these easy birdie fest lurking, using that putter to accumulate those birdies. Um, So I'll go back to the well with him. Dylan Wu got a sprinkle again, winning me over Um, impressive, impressive start and kind of hung on for most of the US Open. Um, So it comes back to a place that should be a little easier on him 6600. Just a solid player, Um, Illinois guy. So I don't know what that has to do with this, but kind of, you know, these these, uh, travelers kind of lines up with some of these easier summer Midwestern courses. So actually probably want to keep an eye on Dylan Wu heading into John Deere and rocket next week kind of heading back toward his area of the country um that definitely should make a note of that uh then novak here um yeah it pains me to say coach this guy here uh 6600 uh just kidding what a what a a character he is but um you know he did spot him out uh many moons ago uh on the corn Ferry tour as a guy that could blossom in the future so have to uh mention that here now listen he's um, a long way away from, I think, grabbing a title, but he was, I uh, believe, lead first-round leader last time out or very close to it a couple weeks back um, in Canada. So I think another easy course, 6,600 for a guy, beautiful swing, hits the ball a good way. I, I'm probably go back to him. You know, Kevin Yu here, 6,600, like him, um, but again, hasn't really been on the radar. Um, I'm going to favor guys that we've seen go low at Birdie Fest, uh, just like one of the i I think it is time we call him cousin Carson uh carson young sixty five hundred again just birdie fest guy in relatively great form um extreme mispriced for me sixty five hundred could be the Monday misprice I have to say uh in retrospect now looking at it, but Lipsky again nice form of memorial um and davis young Juna Thompson, a guy we've had on our radar for a long time a little a little erratic for me. It went low in the desert. Rom just clipped him at the Amex, another Pete Dye course. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be hard for me to leave him off, but we'll see. Maybe, maybe young Davis will get it. If I'm feeling real crazy, it's possible. Um, mm, He might be my last. I I just love the guy. I do. It's going to pain me. I'm I'm looking. It really is going to pain me, but I don't know if I could do it. Um, Just hasn't been great lately, unfortunately. So after that, you know, Tway and Moore are oddly paired together uh, from their days out at the Safeway, but Moore's hanging on to that exemption. Kisner, you know, Kisner courses, but it's just unplayable right now. I, I, he's in t- too terrible form. Same with Scott Stallings. I mean, just ton of miscuts in a row. Callum tower maybe, but I, I'm gonna say Carson Young, Wu, and Novak for me. First glance here in the in the very deep sicko range. So um that's pretty much it for now stay tuned as i says as the week progresses we'll keep you updated at blatant golf check out the website blatantgolf.com the new merch is up there pod 15 for 15 percent off we will give you one more reminder about that before you head out of here but um, thank you guys for listening so far this year three majors down we got the open in a few weeks Maybe we will do a scottish open but if not uh, next time you'll hear from us probably is going to be for the open at royal liverpool and Hoylake. so uh, we'll see. Will Rory be able to finally get that elusive major this year out of place where he's won before? Uh, I think there's a good chance of it. So we'll uh, talk to you maybe sometime between then. But if not, uh, as we always say, take that aim and B-O-L. Just a friendly reminder that if you're obsessed with golf like the rest of us, make sure to check out blatantgolf.com, B-L-A-T-A-N-T, golf.com. Follow us on Twitter at BlaytonGolf and Instagram as well for the latest on the links. Breaking news, fantasy advice, and even some swaggy merch. BlaytonGolf.com has it all. Uh, We'll be there for you every week. And all listeners of the podcast get 15% off everything online always. Well, at least for now, using code POD fifteen POD15 for 15% off everything. Thanks, guys. We'll see you soon.